Imagine owning the world's greatest love songs. Imagine owning the world's greatest love songs. Welcome to Rate the Comp. I'm Leon. I'm Andrew. I'm Joe. And today we are tackling our sappiest compilation yet. It's the Time Life Ultimate Love Songs Collection. Shouts out to Cooper Nelson for suggesting this episode. He hosts a cooking show on YouTube called Silently Cooking. It's just amazing. Highly recommended. <laughs> Unlike this compilation that we're about to talk about. Yeah, thanks a lot, Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be tough. But we gotta try. It was a two CD set offered through uh, an infomercial on TV that uh, seemed to have gotten more play than the uh, Sears air conditioner bit. I was definitely up too late now and again, and I caught myself listening to all these clips of these songs. I'm sure you both remember it too from back then. To quote one of the songs in the uh, in this collection, it was unforgettable. Unforgettable. Quote one of the better songs in this collection. Yeah, so, really the yes. only, only one you need. <laughs> Let's go right to the meat and potatoes of this. Get the Nat King Cole Unforgettable 45 and, and it, call it a day. Yeah, same contribution to your collection. But no, but seriously, back then when this compilation came out, it was a lot harder to get your hands on these songs. You would have to get the album for a lot of this stuff. And so I'm sure a lot of people were very excited to receive this in the mail. Yeah, like 36 songs or so. All the original artists. Like, you would need 36 albums to get that stroke, you know, this ultimate collection. If I spent the 70s and 80s listening to the radio, then I would definitely want to spend the 90s listening to this compilation. So why not advertise it on every freaking channel? They really went over the top. I, I'd like to know exactly how many times it aired or how long the campaign was, but it felt like an eternity. Well, seemingly there was multiple versions of the thing too so the way that this was done was that there were two cds and they were not a two cd set the one was called ultimate love songs and it had a gold cover the second cd was called the power of love they were both sold together and then whoever bought them would be automatically put on a subscription for the next 15 or 20 months they would receive another one of these in the mail and I found partial lists in multiple locations on the internet, but I could not find a whole comprehensive list. Discogs has the most comprehensive. They go through all the decades, and they go through a lot of phrases. Together forever is, is one that was maybe even used twice. Together forever, secret lovers, lean on me, being with you, almost paradise, when a man loves a woman, I wonder what's on that, feeling good, all my love, the greatest love of all, and my personal favorite, love is, ellipsis, you. These were all found at your uh, local gift stores and Hallmark stores, grocery well, stores. I think the way they moved most of them was from people who were too lazy to cancel the automatic billing. And I'm sure some sickos enjoyed every single one. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not sickos, they're not sickos. They're love saps. Love is the drug. <sighs> that, I, I'm sure, without even checking all these playlists, I'm sure that did not make it on any of these. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't think so. I think, uh, I don't know which came, if you want to talk chicken and egg sort of thing, don't know what came first, these Time Life comps or soft rock radio, but they both seemingly influenced the other. They, they kind of can't survive without each other. Can't, to quote another song on this comp, how do I live without you? The, my favorite screen grab from this commercial is Michael Bolton sitting in a chair backwards with the blinds just perfectly complimenting his wavy hair. Have you guys read the YouTube comments on this commercial? No, should have done that. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read, I have to read a couple of these for you because they, they kind of specifically talk about that. <laughs> all right, it's hard to let, me, let, me, let me read this scenario. This is probably something that's happened to all of us here. It's 3 a.m. and you awake, freezing cold at your friend's house without a blanket, staring at you in the eyes through the fuzzy standard definition TV was Luther Vandross's giant face, suddenly pointing and singing at ear piercing decibels. Here and now, I promise to love. You rush for the remote, 
turn off the TV, and curl back onto the couch using only pillows or clothing as blankets. Childhood memories. Wow. That Vandross track, I gotta say, is one of my favorites. But let's let's get into the track listing. It's Raid the Comp, the Time Life Ultimate Love Songs. So <laughs> this is it's a real deal. This is the real deal. It's 36 tracks, all from the original artists. From a purely objective standpoint, it is a great comp. It's all here. We got right off the bat. Celine Dion with the power of love. I'm not saying it was my anthem. But it's a love song. It was a big song. It was a big song and it was a love song. Now, you made a good point, Leon, about like if we're going to talk about, you know, trying to make it perfect. How many, you you mentioned that there's a, a Celine Dion song that probably would have done even better in this spot. Well, that could only be the Titanic theme. And how many, how many people do you think actually bought this thinking that that was going to be on it? I'm sure that's why they put it first. I'm sure people thought that was the title of the track, too. They might not have even known. Just like, oh, it's Celine Dion. This has to be the one. Oh, yeah. Does it have that Celine Dion song? Oh, it has a different Celine Dion song? Definitely would have sold many more copies if they slipped that in there instead. And I know this comp, well, did this comp come out before or after Titanic, though? It's so amorphous because it seems like this compilation just like appeared from thin air, like from the heavens at any time because there's so many different versions of this of this thing. Like the 90s are such a blur when it comes to like these time live comps. Titanic was 97. Titanic was 97, but this comp, like, it's just... Hold on, let me go on Discord. Time life. I found found it there. Ultimate, or I found one of them. Right. Because there's so many different versions. Okay, here we go. Ultimate love songs. Gold cover. Uh, blue cover, two thousand three. So that's after Titanic. Yeah. The power of love. You're the inspiration. So I'm definitely a little frazzled after the last couple of days listening to this stuff real heavy, and it's kind of fusing into the same song. Tell me. About I mean, the, I mean, if you go to the second song on this, "How Am I Supposed to Live Without You" by Michael Bolton, right. just kind of the same vibe. Like it's it's the exact same feeling, it's the exact same emotion, same mm-hmm. tempo as, mm-hmm. as as the other. It just seamlessly fades into the background, which is maybe the point of this compilation. It's just it's just there. Not a big Michael Bolton fan, but uh, if I was gonna have one song of his on here, it would probably be this. I would agree. Yeah, and that could, that's the one with, with the video with him on the chair. And that's part of the formula. Yeah, it's like a cafeteria chair. <laughs> and he's wearing this complete suit with no tie, but he, he buttoned the top button, like as though he was going to have a tie. He's still getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I definitely see some golf ball sized shoulder pads in there, too. It was a different time. Next, we have Somewhere Out There, which was the theme song to An American Tale. Y'all watch that cartoon movie? No, I haven't seen that one. I watched it, but I was too young. Uh, I'd love to rewatch it because I I would probably have some ancient memories come back, but I don't really remember it. I just remember it was put on to to shut the kid up. I remember watching it in school when we were talking about immigration, but also a very weird song to like put in a kid's movie. And then on this ultimate love songs comp of all the love songs in the world, we must choose the Linda Ronstadt song from the cartoon. Right. And American Tale. Ronstadt is an example of someone who there are a ton of other songs that you could have put on here. Didn't have to be this, this soundtrack. When I was coming up with alternate songs to be figuring, you know, that I would put on here, uh, it was, it was pointed out to me like, you can't put it on there because that's a good song. Like that's too good of a song to put on this comp. So maybe this is the perfect one to have here. And then we have, again, what uh, was one of my top five in the entire compilation is Luther Vandross here and now. Real nice track. He did some incredible work through the years. Um, Love all his 70s stuff. I don't know much of his 80s stuff, but this was his one standout. And it might have even been his most commercially successful single. And I love the song. I think it definitely should be on a comp called Ultimate Love Songs. 
Never Too Much is probably my favorite Luther Vandross song. It's a perfect song, but uh, this is perfect schmaltz that you would and cheese that you would want on something like this. You can't use the best. You don't want to have any anything stand out from the crowd. This is love communism. Uh, you know, every, <laughs> everyone just you know gets the same amount of of love. Right, and that's why the Titanic track isn't on here. Exactly, I would have sank it. That's an interesting concept, and it's furthered with this Neil Diamond track, Heart Lights, on here. Can we do any better? Of course, <laughs> there's there's full albums for it. Okay, and now here we are at the iceberg. It's unforgettable. This is... Yep. It's it may be the ultimate love song. They could have sold this alone on two CDs with Unforgettable twice. Unforgettable and thirty-five other love songs. <laughs> yeah, this is the, this was the first one I was like, okay, this is some redemption for, for this mix, you know, seven mm. songs in. If you're gonna make a love song compilation, let, let's take every other song that's on this and you replace it. You, this is the one you keep. This is the one you have to keep. It's a timeless classic. Great song. That, next we have Rod Stewart with uh, one of his much lesser songs, Have I Told You Lately. The sequel to Do You Think I'm Sexy? Oh man. So there are not many sexy songs on this comp. No sort of hooking up. This is like love songs. That's correct. These aren't also songs that you're gonna get like freaky right. to. But you are gonna you're gonna do a lot of spooning and cuddling, nothing uh, beyond that. So do, yeah, do you think I'm sexy would have been a big standout here? I mean, I I, how about Forever Young? That's a love song, isn't it? Yeah, love songs aren't always happy too. No, there's two sides to that point. I like how many of these are questions also. As uh, actually, there aren't that many, but there are a few. Like, how am I supposed to live without you? And have I told you? And <laughs> unforgettable. So after Rod Stewart, we have Paul Young's Every Time You Go Away. You take a piece of meat with you. <laughs> I love this song. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's number two after Unforgettable so far. That's a great joke to put on the wall at like a butcher shop or something. If you listen to it and you think the word meat, it really does sound like he's saying meat. A deli counter. This was a Hall & Oates joint. And I don't know if they ever put it on an album, but they did it was do it on, live. It was on Voices. It was on Voices. Which had a lot of other hits, but they did not turn this into a... This did not become a single, but Paul Young yeah. took it, ran with it, and made it a smash. I love Hall & Oates over everything, but I do prefer waiting between when he says go and away. And I feel like Hall & Oates, they always say just go away. And I didn't like that very much. But Paul Young, he, he says, every time you go away. I like that more. You take a piece of meat with you. It's sung from the, from the perspective of someone who's working at Costco at the, at the uh, free samples. So yeah, next we have Taylor Dane. Taylor Dane, a one hit wonder in my travels, though I'm sure she has a dedicated fan base. The track that I'm thinking of is not this, though. It's uh, Tell It To My Heart. That's, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a biggie. I've always, you know what? I always thought that that song was Madonna as a kid, but it's not. It's Taylor Dane. It's a good song, and uh, it's not on here. Taylor Dane's song is called I'll Always Love You. Love Will Lead You Back is another one by her that you could put on this as well. Nice, gotta catch up on my Taylor Dane, because she does have, uh, I think, three or five albums or more over the years. I don't, I don't think I'd heard this song before, and it um, really didn't, didn't didn't do much for me. It was under, under the column of, of Cut. But I believe there is a better song. Uh, that kind of seems to be the theme of this. All these artists have right. uh, holding for the a future edition of Time Life Ultimate Love Songs. <laughs> Right, holding it back. We get, you got to keep them coming back, you know. You don't want to pull the aces wanna... out too soon. Um, you know, I really didn't want this fifth CD, but it's got that song. So I'm going to cancel the next one. 
Yeah, this, I can stop anytime. I'm just gonna have one more. I can stop anytime. Up next, we have Phil Collins with a downright bizarre, slowed down version of Groovy Kind of Love. This song over promises and under delivers. Not very groovy. Agreed. Yeah, the song itself is great. Mindbenders, I think, the yes. uh, originals. Yeah, that, that's a nice 60s song. And this one, I'm sorry. I would have appreciated him giving it the Susudio treatment. Or like, if you want to talk like another cover that he could do, like You Can't Hurry Love, another one that yeah. is a little more upbeat. That'd been a good, a good replacement. But all these songs, like they have like a requirement, like they must be kind of down tempo and not very exciting. And the Cheerios version of love songs. Next, uh, Oleta Adams with her version of Get Here. I'd heard that for the first time. I was kind of nonplussed, but at the same time, Oleta Adams fans, I'm sure very stoked to have this on here. Yeah, no real comment. I hadn't heard it before. Gloria Estefan is next with Anything For You. I love Gloria Estefan's stuff from around this time period, but I don't know if her doing love songs. I thought it was more like dancey, upbeat stuff. I'm thinking Miami Sound Machine. So this is a little bit more of a down-tempo piece and really crazy for it, but whatever it is. It can go. Next is a song we have heard many, many times after time. It's Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Thoughts on this one? I love this song. It's one of the best 80s pop songs um, of its time and after time. And I, it's, it's actually surprising that it's on this compilation because of how good it is. I would have thought they would have found some BS Cindy Lauper song, but they went for the jugular of one of her, her greatest tunes. And uh, it brings you back up after a lot of lull. And you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah, we have a good run coming up here, in my opinion. We hit, we hit a nice uh, stride. Starting off with <laughs> Peak Chicago. Yeah. You're the inspiration. I didn't know this was Chicago. I didn't know it wasn't like what the song was until probably the snippet you hear in the commercial came. I was like, oh yeah, this one. And I don't know if it's because I've seen that commercial so many times, but it just felt so comfortable and familiar. And ah, and I've, I've played that one a few times uh, since um, combing through this, this list. Definitely needs to be on there. Really good, really yeah. good. We had, um, I think this is on Chicago's Greatest Hits, Volume 3, which is like all the awful Satara ballad years. And so I, I know this song a little too well and heard it on soft rock radio all the time. And I have a bunch of other Peter Satara songs that could also be on this list that aren't. You could just fill up this Time Life comp instead of, uh, I mean, with, with Peter Satara songs. Yeah, he definitely put out, as did Chicago. Yes, but you know they decided to get rid of they decided to get rid of the horn players and just fill it up with drum machines and keyboards. The music video for this song is very 1984, and there are gratuitous shots of all those keyboards. They decided they they took the horn players aside and they said, "Okay, we're just it's 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 not you, it's me." just can't, we just don't, there's no room for the horns in the 80s anymore. And they're like, no, but like Phil Collins is doing Susudio and all that and just Phil with, no. We're Chicago, goddammit. Learn to play the keyboards. It's not you, it's not me, it's, it's the time. It's time. We're gonna be together forever. And if I have to change the sound, so be it. Do you wanna be the inspiration? This song was written for Kenny Rogers and he turned it down. Good move. <laughs> Yeah, he can't get up there. Kenny Rogers was kind of doing this kind of stuff in his solo 80s sound, I think. Might have worked. But yeah, it would not have been as big of a song as Chicago. We'll be getting back to Mr. Rogers on disc two, no? No, actually. Oh, no? Oh. Okay, there was a song that was on uh, on one of the other playlists. I just assumed it was, was on it. The Mr. Rogers? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, right, right, right. Kenny yeah. Rogers, that's what screwed me up so much about research for this because I don't know if Kenny Rogers was on here or not. He would definitely have belonged if they put something there. I wouldn't have noticed. Can you imagine if yeah. Mr. Rogers sang this song? 
Or if Mr. Rogers sang Lady. <laughs> yes. Or if Mr. Rogers sang any of these, how am I supposed to live without you? <laughs> sing it to his train set. Next, we have Joe's favorite. It's hard with these dreams. Same thing with the, with the one before it. Once the chorus hit, I'm like, oh yeah, it's real good. I didn't know this was a heart song. Who'd you think did it? I don't know. It's just, again, with all these like soft rock classics, it just sort of blends together. Like it could have been Taylor Dane for all I knew, but I didn't think it was heart. Taylor Dane. Could have been Roxette. I don't know. Next, we have, we pivot on the genre a little bit and it's all for one with I Swear. Is this like the newest song on this compilation? It's one of the newest. Yeah, it must be. They could have also gone like a, the boys to men route if oh, you want to do something a little more quote unquote contemporary for its time. With a number or a word. Yes. I and haven't that, heard this song before, honestly. There's, there's a, a good deal of them on here. And going back to how we, we talk about compilations and you know they're a good introductory to uh, a genre or an artist. Here it is a, uh, I guess a genre, but it's, more of like it's such an over expanding uh genre so to peek behind curtains of other like love songs i don't know where i'm going with this i'm sorry i thought i'd landed somewhere i guess what i'm trying to say is people that bought this probably didn't know all the songs on there either so there's an introductory way to introduce some other artists by not having here it is by not having their best song like oh you might have actually like the Taylor Dane song. I'm like, oh, I'll check out more Taylor Dane. Oh, Taylor Dane does this other song that's a lot better. And now we bought a record because of it. In the case of All For One, I think that is their high mark. It's either this or I Can Love You Like That, but it's definitely, I think I Swear is the one that you're going to pick. You have a good point, Joe, because if you were listening to a lot of this music in the 70s and 80s, maybe you would be a little turned off by what was happening in the 90s and then you would have missed all for one and now here you are you got it and it turns out you liked it yeah closing out disc one it's brian adams with right here waiting would have put heaven i agree with you did you know that songs from like a movie i'm looking it up it was it, it was on you ever listen to the podcast uh, how did this get made it's a it's a movie podcast about like how did how did the hell did this awful movie get made, and it was from uh, it was from this movie, uh, A Night in Heaven. Oh sure yeah I mean that song was made for a movie like that. But the sun always shone. That's interesting. Title. In my opinion, just because of the cadence of the commercial, those first three tracks at least have got to be in a row like that. It's just like it's one long song. You could play them on top of each other, maybe. <laughs> it's the ultimate sound collage. Yeah, and we, uh, we discussed disc one, I think, sufficiently. Oh, wait a minute. Richard Marks and Brian Adams did a song called Right Here Waiting? Or was it only Richard Marks? Brian Adams did everything I do, I do it for you. That's wait, a different you... song. Yeah, wait. What? <laughs> Those two songs. They sound exactly the same. Are seriously the same. Oh, no. So, I was just talking about this Richard Mark song in earnest like it was a Brian Adams song. And the fact is, that song sounds exactly like everything I do, I do it for you. I, this means we don't have to talk about everything I do, I do it for you, right? Like we're, we've covered it now, we don't have to do it. Awesome, great. <laughs> oh man. My apologies to both artists. They're, uh, they're real artists. Richard Marx has had a pretty crazy career. I'm on Richard Marx's uh, Spotify page, and you can see where people listen to them the most, like what location, and you'll never guess where Richard Marx is, is most popular. Santiago, Chile. 
added some spicy music that they're listening to. On the beach. On the beach. Into disc two, we have Lionel Richie's Stuck On You, which I'm not crazy about, but that album is really good with Penny Lover on there. Is that Can't Slow Down? Can't Slow Down, yes. Yeah, that's a good record. Got All Night Long, Running With The Night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, real solid record. Uh, Here's a song that hasn't aged very well. It's Foreigners Waiting For A Girl Like You. Why hasn't it aged well? (laughs) I would have put a different Foreigner track. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. You think think it holds up? Uh, No, no, I don't. (laughs) I was just setting you up. Let's put... um... I want to know what love is instead. That is a good song. Here's a song that's my top five for the collection. It's How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees. Super good. Is this the sexiest song on this compilation? Oh, uh... Sexiest one I've seen yet. Yeah, there's a sexier one coming up. Oh, yes, you're right. Yep, yep. I hope it's the same one. I wrote wrote it down already. We'll see. Um, But I'm I'm glad there's two, two Bee Gees songs. But also, I guess uh, there's a few people that do a few covers, not covers. Um, well, Lionel Richie has two on there too. But that's an interesting thing on a compilation. Yeah, you would think it, they would limit it to one artist, considering there's been so many love songs over the years. But I mean, this and the other BG song are great additions. And next is Journey with Open Arms. Not a bad song, but. After all the other songs we've discussed up to this point, it really just feels like more of the same. Journey has some good songs, I will say. And Journey has some rockin' songs, too. Separate Ways, All Night. What's that song? Uh, Every Night, Hold Tight. Love and Touch and Squeezin'. That's a great one. No, I, I don't hate Journey, but this Open Arms song. Anything you want. Any way you want it or something. Any way you want it. I love That's the way you need it. <laughs> that song is great. Wheel in the Sky. They right. all be fast. You could do um, Faithfully. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a great substitute for open arms here. Yeah, this is this is an album you put on when you're driving through a residential area. And, um, <laughs> you can't drive so fast. That's why there's no faster songs. Otherwise, you'd, you'd be speeding. And next is Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. And then Lionel Richie's Hello. Hello. What a weird music video. Has not aged well. Yeah. I remember the music video. The student falling in love with the older professor. That's a lot of videos like that, Andrew. Yeah, it's true. But Lionel might have been the first. (laughs) I don't know. Something about her then making a sculpture of his face while she's blind. It's one of the more ridiculous twists in a music video. The Police did a song, Don't Stand So Close To Me, same same tone. Yeah, this song just always been too creepy. Too every, every breath you take. Yeah. Not a love song. I mean, maybe, I guess you, maybe you can qualify it as a, as a love song, but it's unrequited. That's a flavor of love. I guess. I don't know if I'd want to put that as an ultimate time life love song. It's one of those like, yeah, you really don't know what the song's about, do you? That's why I love the police because they they really had some uh, some good lyrical matter that was a little frank. And uh, yeah, I think that kind of slipped through the cracks here. I think if Time Life really thought about it, they would have not put this on here. Did the police do a more uh, wholesome straight ahead love song? Like I said, Don't Stand So Close to Me is about a teacher-student relationship. So that, that goes pretty well with Hello. <laughs> That's what they should have put. Yeah. <laughs> Continuity. Oh, you know, okay, so the police didn't, but Sting did Fields of Gold. That belongs on here. Yeah. That's a good one. Every little thing she does is magic. Ultimate love song. Wrapped around yeah. your finger? Yeah. Wrapped around your finger. Every little thing she does is met. Yeah, I'm writing that one down. Just listen uh-huh. to it later. Uh-huh. Just a little too fast for this comp, but... That's true. Yeah, with the EO, it's like a little more of a pop song. Just doesn't make it ultimate. Next is 
Lionel Richie once again with Say You, Say Me. My prevailing memory of this song is an old Kids Incorporated episode where she's singing it to a clown and the clown is standing in the shadows. It's very, very creepy. Ooh, that's a little weird. I'll post it on the blog. Yeah, that's that's strange. Well, that was, again, it was just, it was the 80s and I don't know, it was somewhat more appealing because it was like novel. But nowadays it just comes off totally wrong. It's hard to imagine watching that when it originally aired and thinking it was okay. Next, we have a very interesting edition, which goes into this overarching discussion that we're having as we host these episodes that the comp makes certain songs that are deemed inaccessible more accessible. In this case, it's Patrick Swayze's track, She's Like the Wind, recorded by Patrick Swayze for the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. I'm sure it was on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack, and I'm sure that they released a single, but Patrick Swayze is not much of a musical artist, despite the fact that this song topped all the charts and was huge and everybody loves it. So if you saw that movie, if you love that song, chances are you don't own a copy of it. Here it is on the Time Life Ultimate Love Songs Collection. Yours, two CDs, $16.99. Was this the song, Joe? No, this was not. Oh, okay. This was not, no. <laughs> this was yours? I, when, when Joe said like, no, I think the sexy song's probably coming up, like, it has to be this one, right? All right. I'm gonna still go with the Bee Gees track, but I think this one's a close second. But now I'm really curious. My interest is like peak now. <laughs> We're not far off, but back to the Dirty Dancing. I'm blanking on, on the song that they should have taken from it. Oh, um, the one that they danced to at the end? Yeah. Um, uh, time of my life. Oh, and it's yeah. time of life. Come on. Time of my life on the time life ultimate. Brand Missed people. opportunity, but a little too fast. That's the problem. It's that we're just like, we're looking for something that like stirs the passions a little bit too, too much than time life actually wants you to because they just keep it, keep it down tempo. Okay, I guess that's why you just can't get into it that much. It's just not, it's just too much foreplay. Yes, that's entire. That's entirely what this compilation. It's is. like three play even. It's like two ply, three play. They're they're like mature love songs. A mature love song from Dirty Dancing that fits the tempo. <laughs> maybe take my breath away. Is that Berlin? I don't. I don't remember this one now. Take my breath away. <laughs> oh yes, that would have been a good one for this comp. I just listened to that. Oh, because that was on one of those. Other, it was on like a, another playlist, and yeah. I can't say for sure if that was on this or not, but maybe it was. And if so, it belongs. It does. Next, we have two of my top five on the whole program. It's Unchained Melody with the Righteous Brothers and You Are So Beautiful with Joe Cocker. Unchained Melody is the sexiest song on here. Ding, ding, ding. In, in its own way, in, in a different way than, than um, How Deep Is Your Love um, being sexy. It's just, I'll, I'll never forget working uh, at a cocktail bar on a cruise ship. There was a, like the piano bar and every week, at least twice a week, the piano player would play Unchained Melody and, you know, um, can't get my eyes off of you, can't help falling in love, those sorts of songs. But Unchained Melody, just one time when he was performing and I was just cleaning a table or something and it just hit me and I had to like collect myself and like not not start crying in front of passengers and guests. It's, ah, lonely rivers flow to the sea, to the sea, I don't know. It's, it's great. It's right there with Unforgettable. I like that they're alphabetically really close as well. And this is... Regarding the time of the song, this is a real outlier. This one and uh, Nat King Cole's Unforgettable are like, I think the only 250s songs on this comp. Yeah. When they also could have had, um, I think, Can't Help Falling In Love. I'm not sure if Time Life could license Elvis. They're big, but. I feel like Time Life did some Elvis comps. Yeah. But, you know, again, you don't want to, you don't want to kind of 
play the ace in your hand with some of those lovely Elvis songs that could have been perfect for this compilation. Next, one of my favorites, Joe Cocker, You Are So Beautiful. Yeah. This song is so beautiful. And like I said, the Foreigner track did not age well. I think this song has aged very well. I saw Joe Cocker live about 12 years ago. And of course he did this song and it kind of brought down the house. Like he's like, he's getting up to like the climax of it. And then someone in the audience just like shouts, sing it, Joe. It was the weirdest, one of the weirder concert moments I've ever had, but he just nails, nailed the song live. Originally written by Billy Preston and Bruce Fisher. Did Joe Cocker only do covers? Did he do any original songs? Yeah, I just, I don't think he did any originals. Or if he did any originals, I don't think they were hits. That is so interesting. He has, with that voice, he has made so many songs his own. Yes. There's a song I have written here that I think would be nice for this compilation. That Again, one of those, another mid-tempo kind of song. It's uh, Up Where We Belong by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes. I don't know if you know that one. But I think that's, it's, that's another one of those that you would hear on... It's one of those duets that you would hear on soft rock radio played by Delilah and things like that, that uh, I think would be perfect. Another good Joe Cocker tune to put on here, but I think this is the one that you should put on here. This is the one they actually got right. That, that one would fit in. There's nothing to see for that one. Yeah. Next, we go straight to the 90s. It's Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live? Appropriate. And again, it's a question also. The other songs. How do I ever survive? Somebody sang this song in, in, in a talent show when I was in fifth grade, when I also sang in that same talent show. Uh, so this song will always uh, uh, remind me of that. What song did you do? I sang Opus 17 by Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons. Also, Frankie Valli is not on here. Um, Can Pick My Eyes Off of You is an ultimate love song. Yeah. And it would have waited the it would have. It would have. Vintage of all these songs too. I need a little bit more old. If I'm gonna have like two or three old songs, there should be like four or five, I think, among 36. Next is a song I've heard against my will many, many times on the radio. It's England Dan and John Ford Coley with "I'd Really Love to See You Tonight." The most gentle proposition for a booty call ever put to tape. I would call this certifiable AM gold. 100%. This uh, song has a lyric that I misheard for many, many years. I'm not talking about the linen. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Like, there's so much like pretense in this song too. It's like, hey, it's been a while. It's like, yeah, not much. How about you? It's been such a long time and I just really wanted to talk to you. No, you didn't. You just wanted to come over and have sex with me. You know, I was just thinking maybe later on we could get together for a while and fuck. It's been such a long time and I really do miss your smile. No, you just want to have sex. I'm not talking about moving in and I don't want to change your life, but you know, there's a, a warm window and a, the stars are around and I'd really love to see you tonight. Slip right in there. That's all he wants. England, Dan. Is it England Dan or John Ford Coley, or is it both? It's both. They're both, they're both kind of lonely. I mean, those mustaches are kind of drivers away. A song that's kind of like this, but I like so much more, uh, Starbuck. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Starbuck's big single is so good, and it's kind Moonlight of... Moonlight Feels Right? Moonlight Feels Right. It's the same attitude but yeah. i think delivered to the girl so much more smoothly and that's like a great keyboard line too another england dan and john ford coley track that would have been good were uh, nights are forever without you that's another one that could have been good for this but and their great utopia cover love is the answer that's a little more disco-y than the utopia version another track of theirs i really like is Come Up and See Me. Oh, I don't remember that one. It kind of, again, it's the same sort of narrative as I'd Really Love to See You Tonight, 
come up and see me, make me smile, or do what you want. <laughs> That's the lyric. I'm looking at these album covers. I don't know how they ever, these ever got like through because they're just horrendous, except for um, Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive. That's a pretty cool album cover, but the, all these are really bad. Well, it's AM Gold. I mean, they were just basking yeah, right. in that, that situation. California, a little bit of Southern twang. Ugh. What, what's that? What's that AM station that we would listen to in 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 Albany, the capital region? There were two great ones, Five Ninety Magic Five Ninety Magic Five Ninety and uh, WABY Eleven Sixty was my favorite of the two and is unfortunately out as of two or three years ago. It's off the air. Both of those stations were just playing such slept on stuff. Jeez, 2013, 14, 15, you guys, I'd have you all over for some barbecues and we'd listen to some real deep cuts on the AM there. Yep, let's put on Magic 590 and uh, have some awesome barbecue in your backyard. I had a garage sale the summer of 17 and uh, on the front porch, I had the boombox going with uh, 1160 all day long. And I heard songs that were unshazamable. I heard such crazy deep cuts. And the thing was, their DJs were old guys who lived around here. They would play like really, really slept on old songs. And yeah, I loved hearing all this old stuff. But they would never play something as new as I'd really love to see you tonight on 1160. That was, that's more of a 590 song. Next is Olivia Newton-John with Hopelessly Devoted to You from the Grease soundtrack, I believe. That's right. Is it an ultimate love song? I think it's another one of those Patrick Swayze-ish things where it's like, oh, well, it's on the, it was on the Grease soundtrack. And even though Olivia Newton-John obviously has a massive recording career and like a huge star of the time, but maybe that's why that's there. I'd put... I mean, physical is always a good one too, but that's a little, again, a little too more upbeat, stirs mm -hmm. the passions, that's you know, you don't want that. Set the foreplay. Yes. This compilation is for the day to day. Next is something I would call ultimate. It's Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me by Elton John. Is the oh. one that's on this on this comp the, the George, where George Michael comes and joins him? I can't be sure. Both are great. Both are both are great versions. I mean, I think that that's though no, but that's what that's why it's on here. I think it's inextricably tied to Princess Die, but Candle in the Wind I think would have been a good ultimate love song on here. Otherwise, I was thinking your song. Oof. Yeah, I was thinking your song as well. Okay, yeah. Excuse me. That's the one. Next is. A song I don't really like, but I think is just a perfect fit. It's Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. What else? What more can you say about it? It, yeah. it, was, it was made for, for this compilation. <laughs> I have a really good memory of, do you remember the, what was it, the Total Eclipse happened a couple few years ago, like 2017? Yep. Uh, I was working at a, a racetrack and I played that, made sure that that got played because we were racing while the eclipse was happening, like between every race, <laughs> we just played it over and over and over. And it was like my job of the day to find like an instrumental version that we could just like play several times just as a joke. I have a similar story. I was in Seattle and a bunch of people went to the Cal Anderson Park in Capitol Hill to see it. And there were groups of people singing this song in the loop, like no backing music, just, just everyone singing it out loud turn around and then the the um the dan band version from i can need you now <laughs> um old school was that it was old school or what was that other movie one of those snl movies probably some will ferrell movie like vince vaughn that version of course wouldn't be allowed um and then there's the meatloaf version too i think there's a meatloaf version oh my god yeah on Bad Out of Hell 3, I believe it's on. Yeah. Yeah, where's the meatloaf on this? You could do... Uh... Yeah, where's the meat? Where's the meatloaf? In general. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> right, yeah, no, we need we need a meatloaf track on here. I'll do one. Yes, but not that. Too but it fast. gets a little too fast, yeah. It does, yeah. Or two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. 
But there is room for another Bee Gees track. It's more than a woman. More than a woman to me. Great song. If you had to have just one, would you have How Deep Is Your Love or More Than a Woman? Is your love. How Deep Is Your Love? Yeah, agreed. Both ways, too. Because um, that could be, you know, to, to a boy or a girl, you know, the, the question, how deep is your love? You know, more than a woman. Right it's more universal. Yeah, it's more than universal. Than the more other accessible. One. The other one's a little more alienated. <laughs> and closing it out, Selena, I Could Fall in Love. Great song. Perfect end to this. I think this is a perfect track to close on. Yeah. For this whole compilation. It's like a look forward to like to the future of of love songs. And if you didn't call Time Life immediately after hearing that Selena track to cancel, you had the next edition in the mail to you already. Buzz ballads? Oh no. I wonder if they just would set up a train and like after they exhausted the whole Ultimate Love Songs collection, they would just put you on to something else. Time Life needed to be stopped, but it's too late. This is also one of the the compilations that didn't have like a half hour version of it. I oh, guess it really, there's no, there's no full infomercial? Not that I'm aware of, I guess, because like typically I think those infomercials were reserved for like a, um, a box set, <laughs> like those 60s, 60s box sets and whatnot, but maybe there was one somewhere. And I mean, who, who let me throw this out. If you were going to have, if you were Time Life and you were going to do a half hour infomercial, who are the two people that you would have as your spokespeople? One man, one woman. Jeez, that's a great question. I'm going to say it's the first two people who are on this comp, Michael Bolton and Celine Dion. That's great. That's a good one. I would say Leanne Rimes and Lionel Richie. The the LRs together. If if we can go alive or dead. Matt and Natalie Cole. If you could get them both to host <laughs> the half-hour infomercial, I would buy the whole collection. Truly unforgettable. In every way. Uh, David Lee Roth <laughs> and Samantha Fox. I was thinking Swayze. Even. What disc would Just a, ju- uh, just a ju- uh, Gigolo be on? Just a juggalo? I was did. Ultimate love songs. First track. Just a gigolo. <laughs> so we need to nail this down for posterity. We'll put it on the blog if we can actually get a real number. How many editions of this compilation series are there? I think it's also important to consider that there were a lot of compilations that were being marketed in this way in this time period with the short two or three minute infomercial with cuts of the songs with the song in yellow text on a scroll. Every commercial break had one of these, but this Ultimate Love Songs compilation has the distinction of being on the cheap side. They were usually, I think, $14.99 or $19.99 for one CD. But this was $16.99 for two. So I think that that cost just had to do with a lot of sales. And that's a really good deal. Like, I don't think, I mean, CDs were pretty expensive back then. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't have to leave your house? Just send a postage to uh, whatever address. Is this only available in America? Do you order it overseas? I think it was probably just marketed to America. I mean, Time Life being the American force that it was. Yeah. So there probably wouldn't be like import versions that like wouldn't have a song because of that. Sure. Yeah, that's another thing to, to look into. It's but, not like p- pure moods or anything, which did have a, which actually was originated in the UK. And I don't know if this data exists. I wonder how many individuals were moved to buy this compilation and how many of them stuck around for five, seven, 12, 16 of these every month. Wow. That's quite the data you'd need for that. <laughs> Bottom line, this show is called Rate the Comp, but we don't actually really tend to rate the comp, but I would like to pose that to you to actually rate this comp out of 10. I think, well, hmm. I think for what it's trying to do, I think it succeeds ultimately. 
if I was coming up with all, like, and this is stuff that we've been talking about this entire time. If we were coming up with these with ultimate love songs, we would be choosing maybe better songs from these artists, maybe a little more a beat. It's kind of a samey kind of territory the entire time, but it's, it's succeeding entirely at its goal, which is a very mellow kind of love song, mature kind of audience. So for that, I'll give it an eight out of 10. If it had any Barry Manilow songs on it, I would give it a nine. Uh, I got to think on the number, but my thoughts on it, uh, similar to yours, it definitely sets a mood and it keeps you in that mood. It's up to you if you want to go there. Um, if it's going just off the title, you know, Timeline's Ultimate, Love Songs Ultimate, Love Songs, there's a few songs that I uh, think should be on there that aren't, that we've gone over, and ones in there that um, I can do without, but I, I see what they're going for. So for completing their, their task, they pass. Um, but I think I'd give it as low as a, as a seven. I think it was a matter of time and place. I think looking at it now from where we are today with the access we have, we definitely could disparage this and say it's a terrible compilation and it's missing all the good songs. It's just generally kind of sucks and could take it or leave it. But if there was a copy lying around when it was new, and I was borrowing my mom's van or something like that. I just throw it in. I think it could stay in the CD player. Gets around for its time period, and I'm gonna give it a seven. But I'm gonna have to listen to all 16 or 20 to be sure. You gotta have some Thin Lizzy on the side just to wash it all off, just to get the heart racing again before you go into some meditative, vegetative state. Did they ever do a duets comp like this, like ultimate duets love songs? Because I feel like that would be a good one that they could have done. But I'm also not the president at Time Life. That is a great concept, and I just can't say. Thank you both for participating, as always. Until next time, this has been Ray, Ray the, the Comp. comp. So remember, use your credit card and get two beautiful CDs for just $16.99. Call 1-800-818-6 to order the Ultimate Love Songs Collection on two CDs for $16.99 plus shipping and handling when you use your credit card. Call now or order online at...